0: Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, December 22nd, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Call him 317-849-2933. Does great work. I've been a patient there for 27 years. I know a few things about dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill checks all the boxes. Let's talk about the Colts. What in the hell does DeForest Buckner have to do to get picked for a Pro Bowl, for God's sake? Are you kidding me? Ryan Kelly, good pick. Quentin Nelson, good pick. Darius Leonard, good pick. My God, DeForest Buckner has been terrific as a defensive tackle. Done everything necessary, including when he missed a game because uh, you know, of contact tracing and all of that stuff. The Colts' defense went to hell. You want to know how good... DeForest Buckner is, you want to know how important he is to the Colts' defense? Look at the game that the Colts played without him, all right? They get trucked by the Titans. That's the way it worked. That alone should get DeForest Buckner into the Pro Bowl. The game he didn't play is probably the most damning for his snub as a Pro Bowler. Ridiculous. I don't know whether he's going to be an alternate or not. I cannot imagine that there are three other better defensive tackles in uh, the AFC. Although they aren't going to play a Pro Bowl anyway, but you get named, like anybody ever watches, right? It doesn't matter whether they play or not. You know, it's whether you're named to the thing. It's whether you get your bonus. It's whether you get the honor of of being named to the team. And and DeForest Buckner didn't get it. It's absolutely ridiculous. What isn't ridiculous, though, is last night, the Pittsburgh Steelers lost to the Cincinnati Bengals 27-17, which means that the, uh, the Colts are in business where it comes to the number three seed and potentially the number two seed, although they're also in business in not making the playoffs whatsoever. If it, and the Steelers are the opponents coming up this Sunday, short week for the Steelers, they've lost three in a row. If the Colts win this game... And the Titans lose at Green Bay, which is, I mean, that's a possibility that Packers, at least right now, the number one seed in the NFC. So it's going to be a tough go for the Titans if those two things happen. The Colts move up to the third seed. If they lose to the Steelers and a couple other things happen, they could fall to the eighth seed. And the eighth seed is no seed. Because there are only seven going to the playoffs out of the AFC and the NFC. Seven each. So this is an absolutely huge week. That is so NFL, isn't it? It's a 17-week season, 16 games. Each is incredibly important. You you win 10, you lose 4, and still, it's going to come down to whether you can win or lose this week against the Steelers. And some other things happen if the Bills lose then all of a sudden that two seed is in play. Again, if the Colts lose, they could wind up on the outside looking in when we get to meaningful games in January, regardless of what happens in Week 17 against the Jaguars. This is an absolutely huge game. Ben Roethlisberger is not playing very well. His level of play has degraded throughout the season. He's one of those guys, at the age of 38, his skills, it looks like, over the course of the year, eroding in a way that Philip Rivers just aren't. Uh, it, it, Roethlisberger is three three months younger than Philip Rivers, but it seems like Roethlisberger has gotten a little bit older, a little bit quicker than Philip Rivers. So uh, this Sunday going to be absolutely huge for the Indianapolis Colts. Butler they lose their first non-conference home game in sixty tries. They had a fifty-nine game winning streak, non-conference home. And uh that was the longest in Division One. They lose last night to SIU 76-73. Uh, there was a, a run where uh, it, it, they were up nineteen eleven with thirteen and a half minutes left to go in the first half. They were outscored twenty-six to two from that point forward for about eleven and a half minutes. And and so there it was. They fought back. SIU takes a ten point lead. With a minute and a half left, Butler fights back again, and they get to within three, have the ball, take kind of a desperation heave to try to uh, tie the thing at the buzzer. It doesn't fall. Butler, they lose. Butler's trying to figure out how to play together, how to win together, and it's going to be a process because you don't lose a guy, a couple of guys like Kamar Baldwin and Sean McDermott without paying a price, you know? And and this has been a weird off season. It's been a weird season so far. I don't hold Laval Jordan responsible for this. This the season is going to be judged based upon the totality of the thing, not what happens in uh, in in December. Uh, the loss to Indiana I thought was respectable. The loss last night to SIU. SIU six and zero. We're going to see what uh, what Southern Illinois is but I don't think this is as bad a loss as it looks like on paper. And I think Butler found some things that it does well and some things that are going to help it uh, win games once we get to a more regular uh, Big East schedule. Uh, Purdue at Iowa tonight, pretty clear what you got to do. You got seniors like Garza and Weisskamp and, uh, and Bohannon you've got to limit those guys. And if you're Purdue, you know, look, all you have to do is look at the statistics. When they hold opponents under 41.3% shooting, Purdue wins games. When they don't, they lose games. It's that simple. You D up, you got to have Stefanovic and, and Hunter hit shots like they did against Notre Dame. And you've got a chance to be successful. If you don't do that, your chances of being successful are really, really slim. But it all boils down to defense for the Boilermakers, as also. See what I did there? (laughs) NBA openers tonight. You've got Golden State at Brooklyn and L.A. at L.A. So there you go. You got those two games. And then tomorrow night, it really gets going, including a game with the Pacers. And uh, we'll see what the Pacers have got. Nate Bjorkren, it looks like what he's trying to do is run a more modern style of offense. And, um, we'll see what happens on the defensive end. The defense hasn't been great for the Pacers in the preseason, but when does that ever happen? Right? 0-3 in the preseason, but what the hell? You know what? You're, you're playing games and, uh, you're playing games in the, uh, in the fourth quarter where you're, you're emptying the bench. And so, um... You know, I'm not going to judge Bjorkren and the Pacers based on the preseason. If you ask me in a week what their record was in the preseason, I'm not going to have any damn idea, to tell you the truth. Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, said yesterday that the NBA is open to uh, expansion. Of course they are, because that means huge money for It's a giant check for the NBA owners anytime they expand, so they're open to it. And uh, I think it would be a terrible idea to be honest, because enough teams suck right now in the NBA. You don't have enough quality basketball players to populate 30 teams in the NBA if, if you spread that talent a little bit thinner by adding another team in Seattle or Louisville. And by the way, enough with Seattle. see You lost the Thunder, all right? The Sonics became the Thunder. You lost your team. Goodbye. We're done with you. I, I don't like this. It, it, cities losing franchises and then all of a sudden it's like hey, we screwed up we we didn't mean to enough give a city that hasn't had a franchise a shot before you you give uh, a second shot to seattle and one that i'd like to see get it is louisville louisville would support the living hell out of an nba team i know the pacers wouldn't like it because they would lose some market share you you know you don't want to have people in Seymour and Bedford and uh, Scottsburg go down to Louisville instead of come up here to watch NBA basketball. I get that. But I I love the city of Louisville, and I'd like to see them get an NBA franchise. I think it's it's just that they would. They did a great job of supporting their ABA franchise. Of course, that was 45 years ago, but still. We remember the Kentucky Colonels, right? The A-Train, Artist Gilmore, get out of here. They were fantastic. Aminu Muhammad has chosen Georgetown over Indiana, Georgia, some other schools. That's fine by me. I don't worry about it when a Boo Williams guy, a guy who played for Boo Williams, chooses to go to Georgetown instead of Indiana. I don't need that guy playing at Indiana. I don't need East Coast guy, right, playing at Indiana. We don't need guys from Boston, New York. Where's that got us? Virginia. Where's that got in IU in the past? Nowhere. You got to recruit the guy. The guy I would like another shot at is Trey Kaufman. You lose Trey Kaufman, that's a problem. Aminu Muhammad, I'm not worried about it. Aminu Muhammad's guardian believes that Aminu is going to play one year and then go to the NBA. You need another one-and-done guy? You don't, if you're Indiana. Uh, I'm sure Indiana would have taken him had he decided to come to IU. By the way, this is the first five-star kid to go to Georgetown uh, since Isaac Copeland in 2014. Isaac Copeland played three years at Georgetown, transferred to Nebraska, was okay, at, at, better at Nebraska than he was at Georgetown, but is this a great loss? 6'3 guard, uh, Aminu Muhammad going to Georgetown. Have fun, enjoy yourself. Uh, legendary high school basketball coach in the state of Indiana at LaPel, uh, Jimmy Howell retiring. And what it sounds like to me, judging from his comments, uh, he said he's not as thick-skinned as he uh, as he once was. What that means to me is, parents, parents, <clears throat> parents are driving coaches out of youth sports. They're driving officials away from youth sports. Parents, here's here's a little advice for parents in youth sports: shut the hell up, sit. On your hands and watch the game and enjoy watching your son or daughter play the game and then go home. Stop getting involved. Don't talk to the coach. It, it, it recede to the background. Just we had when I was a kid, we had coaches who who were never accessed. I don't think that my parents ever talked to my coaches. Ever. I remember a parent who would read a book. In the stands while his kid played soccer. This is what we need out of parents. We need more parents reading books in the stands than we need parents getting all oh, we've gotta we gotta have the coach over. We've got we've gotta talk to the coach. We gotta find out. Stop it. Let the coaches coach. For the love of God, they're paid like nothing to coach. What and now you got a coach like Jimmy Howell who's terrific leaving the profession with no health problems just retiring because you know what it's too big a pain in the ass the reward does not equal the punishment that's a problem in these sports be careful the kind of coaches you create as parents or you're going to get the parent or you're going to get the coaches you deserve if you're parents and that's terrible back off everybody Back off, let the coaches do their work. Nobody's perfect. They didn't play. My son, my son coached sixth graders. I went to see him coach. I thought this will be fun. I didn't know where I was sitting. I was sitting among the parents of the kids that my son was coaching. Sixth graders. And the and parents are like, I can't believe he took my kid out. I can't believe he's not in. My kid's the best player on the team. Anybody can see that. And he sits him? What are you talking about? And finally, my son was like, yeah, I not need this crap. So he did not him. Good for you, dumbasses. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Tony Gillum, happy birthday. <laughs> hey, you know, it's like therapy in the morning, isn't it? Sure. Joy Hafner, happy birthday. Sam Weaver, happy birthday. Bob Brown, Ron Rutland, the great Barry Kent. Celebrating a birthday, Graham K. John Shambi, happy birthday to John Shambi. Greg Jarrett, how is he a uh, Facebook friend of mine? Mike Campbell, Sherry and Kay, happy birthday. Kelly Schreiber, of course he's a Facebook friend of mine. That's, that's who I am. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell if it's not your birthday. You celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Today, inside Indiana Sports, I can't wait to talk to you about sports, right? We'll talk Colts. And uh, tomorrow, we'll talk to Philip Rivers. All kinds of stuff happening this week. Indiana, playing Northwestern tomorrow. The Pacers open up their regular season tomorrow. Uh, Lots of good stuff happening. If you got a chance to get a vaccine, get a vaccine. What the hell's the matter with you, right? All right, we'll talk to you a little bit later today.